0: Welcome back to Lost in Roshar: the ultimate journey through the Stormlight Archive. I'm Christian Kremling. And I'm back, losers. Jimmy
1: Stormblessed is back, okay? <laughs> Today, we're diving into chapter 58 and 59 for The Way of Kings. If you have not read all of the Stormlight Archive, get out of here. And hey, if you have, <laughs> welcome back. You can't escape me. You try to get rid of me. You try to bring on these Jake Bishops. I'm hearing people talk about man-carrying thing coming up. Listen, listen i'm still here that's that's what matters i'm still here folks i i shouldn't have called you all losers though. probably probably a little inflammatory
0: that's the that's the wrestler coming back man that was the wrestler entrance look should we retreat the the intro
1: was it too much no
0: no that was (laughs) the best jimmy storm blessed entrance ever he just busted down the door (laughs) i'm back losers i
1: wanted to get the like is it jimmy episode or are we gonna get like someone who actually knows about the cosmere like i wanted to feel the, <laughs> the
0: anticipation the anticipation spread of the astute jake bishop fan have they left already i don't know certainly i uh,
1: i think i think it's almost assuredly that they're gone uh so how was it last week i mean i listened to the episode but how did it go did you have a good time
0: it was great it was great yeah, i loved having jake on we went uh you know i got a few theories past his um discerning gaze and he and he and he humored them which was a win in my book but look even he said to me he's like look you and jimmy have a good balance dynamic you know you have you know you are into stormlight but you're 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 quick to say when it's gone too far or hasn't done enough and that's good whereas me and jake are just like frothing at the mouth you know, I think a, I
1: think that a lot of people enjoy that though. Like whenever two people are super eager, oh, very sure. knowledgeable. And then you have me who's abrasive combative in comments and, and, and also doesn't know that much about the Cosmere.
0: <laughs> but also at the same time, like I think that we get um kind of inundated with the, the intense Cosmere fans. I think the mm-hmm. majority of people are like pretty into the Cosmere, but they're mm-hmm. not like Waiting with bated breath for like the next mention of Nightblood right. or something, you know. Yeah. I
1: mean, hey, I'm trying. Uh, you know, I finished Bands of Morning and the next is up is the Lost Metal, which everyone says is a Cosmere frenzy. So I'm very excited to see what happens uh in that book whenever I get to it. I don't know if it'll be next month or not, but we're almost done with Era Two. You motivated me. And and you're reading Elantris. How's that going?
0: It's not going. I stopped reading
1: it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I was, look guys, I read all of Era 2 within like a month. I and did. Then, that was impressive. Hey, so have you. is not it been like a month? and you? Well, I read Alloy of Law like a year ago, so I had, uh, I had a pretty big break. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so like I read that. I'd read two sh- uh, short stories. As well so i was a bit cosmere overloaded so i've been listening to the heroes by joe Abercrombie on a reread oh. as like a big big old palette cleanser like a big old punch to the palette cleanser
1: yeah
0: um which has been great and then i looked at elantris i'm like this is just really long so i've gone back to yumi as my cosmere journey continues where i was already 100 pages in or so and there's like you know two to three hundred to go and it's very easy to read very manageable and I feel like it will motivate me like another Cosme book
1: down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was interesting is the Sandman himself when he was, um, some video recently, he was talking about Cosme reading order or or something like that. And he actually said the Sunlit Man is intended to be read before Stormlight five.
1: Now, hold on, hold the phone. (laughs) What do you make of that? This book wasn't even supposed to exist until when he decided to do these. So to me, it's like, I don't know. So I'm going to give I'm going to give the viewpoint of people that I know that are really into Stormlight and even the Cosmere. I felt like some people were a little bit repelled by the idea of Sunlit Man. of seeing something that was post Stormlight, which I know the timelines, there's going to be other stuff, but like post Stormlight, that's actually commenting on events in Stormlight. Uh, they they have a problem with that. They don't want any hints of what's to come. They just want to experience Stormlight in isolation. So I understand that perspective. But I mean, I guess if the man himself says, you know, maybe you should read it before Stormlight 5, then mm. may, maybe we should have. I, I think a lot of people were preferring to see that rock novella that we've been really, really hyped about for a long time. We were hoping that that would come before Stormlight 5. But uh, I don't think that's going to be the case, unfortunately. So do you feel pressure to read Sunlit Man now?
0: Yeah, massive pressure. Really? As, um, as Mr. Stormlight, Mr. Kremling. Yeah, because, well, look, I, I was always going to read it, but for me, it started off as like, oh, a Stormlight adjacent novella for a bit of fun. And then when he said, like, this is intended to be read before Stormlight 5, it felt like, oh, the rock novella is not out. So so this is the novella sort of mm. replacement. Uh, I also feel a bit ambivalent with the whole uh, messing up with the timeline, like read this book set in the far future before the next one. Uh At the same time, though, like a lot of media I like has flash forwards, but they're very brief. They're like a a, a scene or like a glimpse Mm -hmm. into something. But this is a whole book. But at the same time, like the references to Stormlight seem to be quite cryptic and 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 loose to some degree so he's not going to ruin his own story no of course not but i wonder if it will be like okay edge dancer after this book dawn shot after this book and then sunlit man after rhythm of war like i don't know if that's going to stick to be honest
1: i might have committed a sin this week
0: what's that (laughs) how dark are we going (laughs) so i have a
1: friend who's reading through stormlight oh no He did, he was not liking the way of Kings until the ending. And he was like, you know, that ending was gas, but like the, I still stand on business that the 80% of the beginning I did not like. And I'm like, well, Hey, read words of radiance. He read words of radiance in like a week, not even right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, dude, that was, that's it. Like that's Sanderson's best stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. And he comes to me and he says, Hey, I trust you. Should I, should I read (laughs) that answer? And I said, No. <laughs> I said, just skip it. I said, just skip it. And, and I know, like when I did it, I could just hear like the cryptics surrounding me, like you can "Skip it, Don't skip it. No, no, you skip it." And I was like, "Oh no, what have I done?" I told him, I said, "Read Don Shard though. Don Shard's awesome. I love Don."
0: Dude, dude, you can skip Edge Dancer, but I, I, this is what I will say: you gotta, you gotta read it before the climax of Oathbringer. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. okay. There's there's two things that make edge jets are really worth it. And neither of which is going to be lift, sadly, but <laughs> maybe, I mean, lift kind of, but first thing, all right, so much Kremlin stuff, S- sleepless stuff is like at the forefront. You like basically get like the, the, the hard launch of the Kremlings in the, in the series. And Second thing is you get lots of stuff with Nail, the Herald, which is huge. Like he starts, he has like a huge emotional breakthrough. The Nail stuff is what I was kind of thinking like, "Eh, maybe this Mm. is worth. And just like seeing Lyft rock up in the final battle of Oathbringer, having a lot more context with that is nice. It's just nice because like it's a little clunky how it's launched in in, uh, Words of Radiance, how it's like the interlude is like a good sizable chunk of Edge Dancer yeah it's 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 odd like you you pick up edge and and you're like oh i've read the first third of this already um interesting like how we did that it's not like we get the start of dawn shard in rhythm of war or or anything it felt like a bit of an experiment anyway i say i say read it but i say you don't have to read it straight away you can jump into Oathbringer. Maybe so you're I'll telling
1: wait. me I can correct my mistake? You're telling me that I can I'm go saying, back to him now and I can say, "Hey, sweet. I know you're 25 percent in, but you got to go read this novella." Yeah, we can. Yeah, okay. maybe you, I did him. Maybe I did him a, a disservice. I will. I will rectify this and let him know <laughs> that there is some stuff in there he should probably check out.
0: Look, Edge Dancer is a. Uh, oh man, I'm so embarrassed by this, but like when I was um first starting my channel, I like I did my first video which was like ripping off captured in words, why you should read Stormlight with my own little twist, like not a full rip off. I was like, I don't want to be a rip off, but like that was my uh, inspiration. I'm going to tell people to read Stormlight. And I remember thinking, oh, I've got to make another video now. Like that did really well. And my next video was like, why you should read Edge Dancer. Um, and like, in I didn't know Stormlight as well as I do now. And I, <laughs> I thought it was like an optional... An optional thing and then all the comments were like why does this video exist dude? you like it's just the next book in the series so obviously people are going to read it and i was like oh, oh that's
1: not true i know a lot of people who have <laughs> not like people who have read the main four and have not read either of the novellas and have no interest
0: yeah like i it's i mean the novellas for a reason you can't skip them yeah yeah and that's uh, your video deserves to exist those people are <laughs> <laughs> i just remember being like oh I've met the internet, <laughs> yeah. <know>? Oh no. <laughs> like two videos in, man. I was like, I was been thinking about like, oh man, what am I going to do? I want to build hype because I used to, when rhythm of war was coming out, I did like, uh, I stole my video a week trying to build hype for it. And I just like perused through them the other day. Like, what was I talking about? And I'm like, oh, Hey guys, thanks for, uh, thanks for a hundred subs. Um, Rhythm of War is coming out soon. I'm like, oh, this is like so wow! So low-key.
1: Over 20,000 just cruising, just putting out bangers.
0: Just I got lazy and just started a podcast, as we all do. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually. As you do. As you do. You're like, wait a minute. I can just make an hour's worth of content. With, like, my Kaladin video, you know, like, I was working on that. This is really bad because it, it didn't take this long. It's just because of life, you know. It's not like I was working on it the whole time. But I started my Kaladin video that came out last week in October or September of last year, and it's, like, yeah. it took, like, that long just to get my act together and, like, get all the script and the research and the, and the art and all that together. It's, like, it's a hard thing. Thing to like figure out what works for you
1: yeah definitely and also like the, the way you do videos is very high effort like you're you're taking a lot of pride in your production value and the way you present things and you're not just giving out the information but you're telling a story with it so it takes a very long time and also this isn't your full-time gig you know this is something you do for fun and for the love of the game so if it takes you nine months it takes you nine months right like
0: yeah, yeah, it's a little disconcerting because like, you're like, oh, yeah, I did all that. And then it's like maybe like double or triple the views of a podcast app and then, you know, back to the grind. <laughs> I, I got to find something in the middle that like kind of works, and uh, which is a good transition to what you and I were talking about. Um, just wanted to announce, everybody, uh, the Sawmite adaptation is closer than you think. Um, That's right. With the AI revolution, Jimmy and I were like talking about this new launch from ChatGPT, their like video service, and it is. We talked about the video service. We are also talking about the news that came out
1: today that, as, as of recording this, that Wheel of Time oh, has yes. has joined forces with an AI firm, and they are planning on releasing games, movies, TV shows, and books that will be integrated with AI or created with AI as well. And we were just like. It's here, dude. Like it it's it's happening. A little tone deaf, I would say, from the wheel of time creators. Just but, a hey, yeah. but hey, you know, it's gonna happen one way or another. So someone had to be first, I guess, in this in this thing. But we were thinking we might be the ones to make the Stormlight archive <laughs> adaptation.
0: I said to Jimmy, like, look. There's, it's depressing, but this is what's happening, right? AI mm. is just going to be so readily readily available, just yep. in the same sense that you can buy a DSLR now and a mic and like make a solid short film, or even an iPhone. You know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. You can you can do it, in the same sense. Twenty years, we're going to have incredible AI tools at our disposal, and that's the big plot twist. Like I'm going to be like, <laughs> The Way of Kings, episode one. I'll just be like opening shot on Kaladin, blah, blah, blah. Like somebody could do that, which just makes me think the world of adaptations as we know it is like within 20 years, it's going to be like completely shattered or completely on its head. And what we dream of to be like an adaptation might not even be like feasible anymore.
1: Yeah, and we should be clear, like what we're talking about, and then like what the Wheel of Time announcement was. It's very like AI adjacent. Like I don't think they're really going to make full blown shows with AI. No. But sure. what we're saying is, especially with all with the new video service out, like eventually we will we will be somewhere where you can kind of create your own custom content. You know, which is one, it's going to change stock footage forever, and we are there at this oh, point yeah. I think. with with what we saw. In the announcement, immediately as a content creator, I said, wow, I can actually create like my own special B-roll that's unique to me that, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, but it is weird to think that adaptations, like, they're going to change. And I think also just like entertainment is changing quite a bit. Yeah. Streaming services bubble has kind of popped or at least re- kind of recessed a little bit. And I, I don't know what adaptations are going to look like. And, and with, especially with Stormlight, something that is quite honestly like nothing we've seen adapted like wheel of time is very high fantasy but it's still nowhere near the level of stormlight where like the world itself will be alien i mean dune is probably the closest Mm. thing
0: that i can literally just imagine you feeding the book to an ai and you put on your your headset and off it goes like you're watching it instantaneously every book has an adaptation now because like the description's there yeah just and you have the perfectly faithful, with all the just dialogue. Just a slideshow, right?
1: Kind of yeah. how we do with our with our podcast episodes on YouTube. We put up these slides where you can kind of like see the characters we're talking about or, or whatever. Yeah, that that very well could be something that someone creates.
0: Yeah, can't you imagine? Like you know the the adapted on Netflix sticker on books now to be like adapted with AI. And you like scan your QR yeah, code. You just you it. That's
1: the next annoying sticker that goes on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Uh, that's what I mean. It's like, we've got to like fully understand how insane this is because like the, the idea of like the Mistborn movie, there's probably still time for that, but the whole Cosmere, I don't know. It's just, AI has a very bad stigma at the moment. So, yeah, and
1: also a lot of false, like I work in tech and I use really? AI every single day now. Uh, and there are certainly some amazing things it can do, but there's also extremely limited, right? Like this yeah. is not general purpose AI yet. Uh, and maybe that's forever a way away. But I, so, so we're almost saying like things would be different with an adaptation. But here's the question. Does it make it easier to get these things done now though? Like imagine like a whole Cosmere connected adaptation string. Hmm. Is that easier with Yeah, something like this
0: i think everything's easier it just becomes a bit more problematic like for me i'd still want it done with humans of course but it's like if ai can speed up certain things in the background like okay the ai generate the spren in a scene you know like something just like a little sprinkle of polish
1: well the cool thing is is it can kind of be like Eddie Murphy and some of his movies where Henry Cavill plays every character including <laughs> like Lyft and Shalon, and it's just Henry Cavill cloned with AI.
0: Maybe it's Sanderson playing all the characters and they just Oh
1: my god.
0: AI just touches him up.
1: <laughs> Dude, imagine Adolin and Shalon scenes and they're
0: both stuff. Of course that's straight where he goes to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right uh, here's my question right so like on.
0: in Lord of the Rings okay Peter Jackson like shows up in every movie yeah who is Sanderson in like the stormlight books? Like, he... <laughs>
1: <Please>. <laughs> clearly
0: clearly I, w- I could see like a good like oh who could he be like he would be like the guy driving the wagon like one of the guys on the wagon dropping Kaladin off at the Shattered Plains or something you know, like oh, fill he could be. Uh, wait,
1: wait, wait. Who's the dude that Kaladin is being toted around by whenever he's in the cage?
0: It's a of Yeah, yeah, that's feel, him. That's it. I feel him. like there's too many lines of dialogue because it's like it's like when Tarantino shows up in his movies. It's like great until he has too many lines.
1: What and about the like, homeless guy in the interlude?
0: about <laughs> <laughs> the guy Isn't in the alley. Guy- the guy that Axis finds like new species.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, Sanda right there, dude.
0: He's he was oh. born. In that role. Oh, all right. Well, that's so we got Taravangian Tavlovik or the homeless guy. I could see um, George
1: R. R. Martin playing Taravangian. I don't know why. I've always imagined oh. him looking like George R. R. Martin.
0: <laughs> I love I that, know. like Taravangian with his conductor's hat. <laughs> <laughs> That'd i so want oh, yeah, yeah i want tyrantian played by george r. r martin but like dressed exactly like george and like no yeah yeah definitely. yeah that would be great and like shalane that would be the reveal right like shalane's drawing her thing and the camera pans in and it's just a picture of george <laughs> with a little train set <laughs> that's what i want that's exactly oh, what i want my God. thank you Jared.
1: It's incredible.
0: <laughs> so anyway, so that's why we're equipped to do the adaptation. Yeah, these, so there was no
1: announcements, but we yeah. really need. Yeah. Well, I guess we should jump into some death rattles and chapters. What do you think?
0: Hey, Uh. yes, we should. Do we do we touch on the poll? I, I threw in a poll.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, thanks to Jake, because Jake made an impassioned speech that stones unhallowed is the ultimate title of book five and it should not be wind and truth. So I put it to the people and uh, I said, look, ignoring the Katek pattern, this perfectly symmetrical pattern of the title so far, which title do you prefer in hindsight? Stones unhallowed or wind and truth? Stones unhallowed, 35% result. Wind and truth, 65%. Where do you land on this, Jimmy?
1: I like wind and truth because it speaks to the characters that it's going to be tailored Mm -hmm. around so i think i'm okay with that
0: i'm okay with that too but i will give jake that stones unhallowed sounds a little more badass to me
1: it does Mm -hmm. but is that what we're gonna get out of this book (laughs) (laughs)
0: probably you know what i mean yeah yeah, the yeah, yeah. truth
1: is is open for interpretation. There there mm. can be a vibe check on that at any point in the book, and it can be different at every single time. Because I think we're gonna get a, a, a buddy cop comedy. I think that's that's what we're gonna get. Oh. <laughs> With a devastating ending.
0: Yeah. I, went, I, just oh.
1: think, I I just see it being, you know, you know, it's a duo. There's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of good jokes, and and also you know they're they're very much different people, and they come it's from different two edge
0: lords though,
1: yeah, a little bit edge lordy, a little bit sullen. Uh, but maybe they'll bring the best on each other. Maybe we'll get like a duo like Wax and Wayne again.
0: <laughs> Stop it, Jimmy! You're stirring the pot. Can you imagine? though, like Seth and uh, Seth and Cal sitting by the fire, like, hey man, remember when we fought in Words of Radiance? There will be
1: that fun. moment, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, definitely
0: how good was my monologue hey in the sky (laughs) uh it could be done it could be done very tastefully and that's what we will hope for but hey yeah let's um let's do it man let's let's it was a chill poll this week i didn't want to ruffle too many feathers i just wanted to give jake his moment because he he wanted to know what the people thought
1: Oh, hey yeah i mean we we got to pull the people they're important (laughs) yeah uh so we're going to do both death rattles. Is that how we're doing yeah. this? It's been a few weeks since I've been here. So I got to I gotta make sure that <laughs> the podcast structure is still the same. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be chapters 58 and 59, uh, the journey and on and the next one being an honor. Uh, but we'll read chapter eight's death rattle first, which is resepher the midnight mother giving birth to abominations with her essence. So dark, so terrible, so consuming. She is here. She watches me die.
0: <laughs> wow. He really perked up when he saw her. She's here. Yeah.
1: yeah she's here. She watches me die.
0: <sighs> dated. Okay. Oh, let me do my, let me do my one bit, Jimmy. Jeez. Go ahead. Go for but, it. Oh, go I'm it. the dated Shashabev, 1173, eight seconds pre-death, subject, a dark-eyed dock worker in his forties, father of three. Damn. All right. Maybe that's who um, Sanderson can play.
1: Ooh, I like this.
0: That works. Doesn't he have three children?
1: I think him Sweet. walking around with like a physician, like as a physician or a nurse in that scene. Oh like my with, gosh. That would be good. That'd be a that good campaign, be, Yeah. Right? So, so what do you make of this death rattle?
0: I mean, it's just shouting out the the unmade for me. It's like, it's the one that duplicates thing with the Midnight Essence Shalan. Confronts it in Mirithiru. It's just Mm. like, hey, I'm seeing a uh, an unmade do its thing,
1: Um, giving birth to abominations. Does that unmade have like minions that are spawning? I can't remember.
0: Yeah, it just makes it out of this thing called midnight essence, similar to like it's the stuff we saw in um, Dalinar's like visions, where he's versing the like yeah the oily creatures. Like it makes Mm. those things. So it's pretty much just that. Is what this death rattle is talking about. I mean, for me, even though the next one's really obvious, I always get excited. I think this is the best one. The next death All rattle. Right.
1: All right. Above the final void I hang, friends behind, friends before. The feast I must drink clings to their faces, and the words I must speak spark in my mind. The old oaths will be smoking anew. All
0: right, Michael Kramer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> dated better banana. oh these dates um 45 seconds pre-death subject a light-eyed child of five years diction improves remarkably when giving sample so
1: so it's an adult that tells us that this is an adult death rattle right hmm because he's a child and his diction became better and like spoke with more confidence. Comp- you know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Or like the death rattles just like take a hold of you and it's it has nothing to do with who you are really.
1: Yeah. So I'm saying like it's, yeah. you're embodying it. So I think this quote, this death rattle is coming from. Oh, yeah. An
0: adult. Uh, you said it's kind of obvious. Do you know this one? No. Oh, this is so good. This, this one makes me really happy. Okay. So. All right. All of every scene where Kaladin swears an ideal is in a death rattle. Every single one, written in first mm. person too. And this is his first, his first um, ideal, um, or second ideal, I suppose. But it's when he's um, jumping across at the end of this book. So above, above the final void, I hang friends behind, wow. friends before. So bridge falls behind him, Dalinar's ahead. The feast I must drink clings to their faces. It's the gemstones and the Parshendi's beards. And the words I must speak spark in my mind The old oaths will be spoken in you. And that's when he bursts a light and he just goes to town. How cool is that? How cool is is that? That is dope. Yeah. Wow. Which makes me freaking wonder, like all of like the the one from words of radiance is in here. The one from rhythm of war is in the death Rattles. They're all here and they're all spoken in first person. I'm like, why? So where are the other ones? I mean, they're all, they're, yeah, like, why just Kaladin? Why are we just getting Kaladin's ones? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I I threw it in my, like, Kaladin becoming honor video just as a little, hey, maybe this is something.
1: Chapter 59 is also called an honor.
0: An on- yeah. That, oh, it,
1: it's so obvious.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, an honor. Here's his first thing. Like, is it just this is the origin story of the next honor? Yes. Yes. Like,
1: <laughs> okay. I, I think so I mean it would almost be insulting if it wasn't at this point it's like whenever right. you reread Game of Thrones you realize that Ned was gonna you know get what was coming to him the entire time you're like oh my god it's so obvious now
0: yes yes but when he thinks of his children and in his internal monologue yeah uh, but I won't say any more on that um, promise, but- me, <laughs> promise
1: me Ned
0: promise me that's how I always imagine is that the, is the that the of like the words, skeleton <laughs> Yeah. The words. Yeah. say the words um the, even if it's not kaladin uh, becoming honor i think it's a cool chapter to tie it up with it's like he's getting introduced yeah. to the to the O's and teff's like come on bro yeah um this is what this is what this is all about it's cool to have that death rattle lineup here which makes me think the death rattle chapter placements are important they almost certainly are yeah so hey that's a classic one man
1: yeah when you look back you know when we get all 10 books and someone looks back in decades from now you know it's going to be kind of ridiculous the the Uh. things that people will find this is a series even when it's finished i I believe that stormlight will be around in 100 years 200 years as people comb through you know uh, lord of the rings i think they'll probably comb through stormlight
0: yeah like there's, there's a few that have me really intrigued. Like Jake and I did a couple last week. I'm like, these are definitely scenes, but we don't have... They're probably very far away. But it's cool to get... Because, like, there was there was one, right? Because um, I, I was saying... I'm trying to find... I'm trying to find the one I was talking about. But, like, all of Kaladin's oaths are in the Death Rattles from a first-person perspective. And then there's one that's like, oh... My death wins over life. The journey has ended. My weakness overcomes my strength or something like some. And I was like, are these Kaladin's like last moments or something? Ooh, it could be. It
1: or could what be. he thinks are his last moments.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So I was like, uh, cause I was looking for more Kaladin stuff. Presumably there's like a fifth ideal that we have read in the death rattles that we haven't connected yet. So, yeah
1: lots to think about lots to speculate yeah. on
0: yeah so juicy death rattles one simple one cool kaladin thing yeah Ch- chapter time line. i reckon
1: yeah chapter 58 the journey which we're going to get a little bit of aelin a little bit of the dally uh and we're going to be talking about abdication uh talking to sadius about some way of kings actually which is kind of funny Mm. Uh, But I'll I'll read the uh, recap for both POVs here. So Adolin is drinking at a wine shop in the Outer Market, accompanied by his date, Danlin, which, by the way, I hate that name. Uh, And fellow (laughs) light eyes, Giacomov, Inkima, Torrell, and Ashava. They debate why Sadius has not moved against Dalinar and whether Dalinar should step down due to his visions and unpopular restrictions on the army. Aiden leaves to prepare for a duel with Bright Lord Resi while walking through the market. He ponders what his father is doing. He notices that officers from other armies look less disciplined and more casual about the war. He begins to a- agree with what his father is doing. And then we flip over to Dalinar. And Dalinar is reciting uh, passages from The Way of Kings about Nohadon's journey from Irathiro to two year were from alabama by the yeah,
0: way i was hoping you'd say that yeah yes.
1: you're damn right i will uh, <laughs> uh so he's telling it to elicar and sadius elicar is in his plate and this is where we kind of realize that they're there at kind of the sparring pits or the dueling pits uh hmm. sadius dismisses the story as boring and sentimental and insults dalinar though dalinar does not get angry elicar jokes that sadius could be the new wit since hoyd has vanished as he mm-hmm. does periodically. As Adolin and Resi duel, Dalinar states that if he were to, if he were in charge, he would withdraw the army to a car to stabilize their homeland and send envoys to the Parshini to investigate Gavilar's murder. Ellicar praises Dalinar's explanation and speaks of plots against him and in inhuman faces that he sees in mirrors. Dalinar <laughs> thinks that he is paranoid. Ellicar gets Dalinar to agree to a joint assault with Sadius, where both armies' bridge crews are used as an experiment. Adolin wins the duel easily. Has asked a clerk to be, sent, uh, to be sent a copy of the Way of Kings. Uh, this is fairly straightforward. I mean, I think the big undercurrent here, or the thing hidden in plain sight, is obviously that Elokar is a Radiant, and then he's seeing cryptics uh, all over the place. And yeah, people are starting to see Dalinar's way of living, right? And the way he sees the world, mm. which is interesting.
0: Yeah, I do relate to Galinar, just um, Galinar, Dalinar. Yeah. <laughs> random people quoting the way of kings uh, <laughs> and then getting uncomfortable <laughs> every, so, christmas. <laughs> every christmas every christmas <laughs> he walks from ura through to alabama <laughs> and they look at me we
1: also kind of get a hint of, of the oath gates here uh which is really yes. interesting you know that it's just kind cool. of crazy Crazy to think about. And then Adolin uh, is definitely marketed to us as very pompous. He thinks he's better than other people. Uh, Um, He is talking about fashion. Then by the end, he's starting to have different views. And it's kind of a quick thing. But we think about where Adolin is now and where he is in book four where he has to kind of accept the fact that he's like one of the only people who aren't a radiant and that he's not, mm. you know, quote unquote, the chosen one or special, uh, which is kind of his journey. I think throughout a lot of this and part of me thought that Sadius and Adolin have a little bit more in common than it would seem reading through this chapter. I thought there were mm. some parallels there in their arrogance at times. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone else kind of felt that way, but I don't know. I did.
0: I can see that. Like a lot of the times, you see bits of yourself you don't like in yeah. in others you dislike. So I could see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, laying the groundwork for Adeline as a character for sure, giving us the whole cocky um, beginnings with um, his "I'm fourteen and this is deep" chats with his mates. Yes, as out, we all like, did. Yes, as <laughs> we all did. You know, we were we, we were young too. You know, we still are. Come on. He's like twenty though in this, right? I think so. But hey, man. We I was dumb
1: like, till last year. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the the cryptic stuff is fun. I always try to like think about where Elokar is. I don't think he's, I think they're sussing him out to be a Radiant. I don't think he's, he, he even, or he starts to say the words in, just as he dies in Oathbringer. Pretty sure that's what happens. But they're like, I think you have to accept your like faults or whatever before it, it comes to yeah. comes to fruition but yeah he's like the cryptics love him because he's lying to himself so much that he's a good king and he's an absolute, he's an absolute mess um but it yeah. would be can you imagine seeing cryptics in your life like it would be insane yeah you would think you're hallucinating
1: you would you would think that people are out to get you or someone spiked your your tea or, or whatever it is that you're drinking i he also does talk about the loose gemstones in his shard plate which oh, is yeah. the ghost bloods, right
0: well i well i think jake said that but i i thought it was like the like i told you the theory that Dalinar was using stormlight in that scene mm-hmm. and and messed around with the gemstones i don't you have to show me the line if you've got it I don't know. I, do, I
1: don't have it in front of me, but he just uh, said, like, have you looked into why my gemstones were uh, in right. my armor?
0: Okay, because I made the mistake of reading this chapter last week f- for Jake. Um, so I haven't read this in like a week, but I'm looking at my notes here. A few little things I point, I, I highlighted. Like, we all know that Nohadon is this king that's written the way of kings, um, but we got another name for him, um, Bajerdon never heard that before so i was like okay that's interesting the other thing that um what was i gonna say um there was an interesting line from Dalinar somewhere but it has been a minute since i've read it Uh, oh yeah he says like Dalinar shivered at the thought of someone else wearing his plate or holding oathbringer it was unnatural which i just thought is like a nice undercurrent that there's some sentience there and there's even if it's a dead spren there's a bit of like a connection a nice little like moment to show that
1: like the subtlety yeah a little connective tissue that that we're gonna need at Mm. some point in the story um yeah yeah almost seems like one of the boys here too
0: doesn't he like just sitting, sitting with Dalinar and Sadius. Like, yeah, like Whoa. he's trying
1: to chill and then he starts talking crazy. And then they're like, dude, like you're killing the, you. Everyone has that one friend. And like, dude, you're killing <laughs> the He's like, you do know there's plastic in your water, right? And you're like, dude,
0: <laughs> we know. Okay, We get it. And Sadius is like, God, I can't wait to kill these two. Or at least Dalinar. Sadius just seems very to sneaky. He's like, you know what? I'll take a copy of that book. And he's like, you know what? I I said that's so convincing. Like Dalinar's I was buying this hook line and sinker. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait to betray this guy,
1: playing to uh to their weaknesses, I guess, and things yeah. that they aspire to have, and then talking about fashion and saying Dalinar's hopeless. I think it's a little rude,
0: personally. <laughs> hey, Dalinar's timeless. Even right. Sadius gave him that. Good on him. Mm um the only other interesting thing was there's a line somewhere i don't know where but they're like oh it's been years since the posh did any raids on the camps and i'm like i kind of want to see that
1: yeah like they, they used
0: to come over to the camps and like clean up house i feel like that would be kind of terrifying
1: Yeah, and I wonder, like, who was around to see that, to remember that threat. And Alucard also says that the Parshendi are, like, bumbling idiots or something. Like, they're, you know, they're dumb, uneducated, barely can hold up, you know, themselves. And Mm. we just know so much more than that.
0: They're just so desperately, maybe desperately is not the right word, but they're so ignorant. And then, like, Dalinar does his whole speech of, like, well, if I was Enchanted, this is what I would do. And then Alucard's like, oh. That makes perfect sense. Why didn't you explain it to me before? Um, I mean, what he says is really good. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, figure out their culture. Dallas, like, yeah, they do have a culture, bro. Calm down. You know, we'd, you know, we'd basically like figure out a better situation than just like banging our heads against the wall.
1: Yeah, because you've been doing it for so long. Yeah. And, and, And honestly, if you think about how long this has been going on. It's quickly becoming normal. Like it's it's just that perpetually in this state and now people are finding ways to profit off of it. You've had mar- like markets move to the shattered planes and he's kind of looking at this and like, we need to go back home and get back to like what we were doing.
0: Yeah, and, yeah.
1: And I can see why people would find that to be a betrayal because one, a lot of people have vested interest in the shattered planes and in this war, but also Dalinar's brother is the one that was killed and that's who in the name of, right? And now he's also trying mm. to court, his his you know his <laughs> wife and, and you know what i mean like you look at the optics and things i mean it's why a lot of wars are prolonged in our real world because people yeah. have interests you know financial interest and investments in these things uh which is horrible hmm.
0: yeah I agree. and adolin says
1: that in his pov he says there's soldiers literally dying every day and we're just talking about war as if it's a given like we don't have yeah. to do this
0: yeah and we finally get the the seeds of change Although it kind of feels like we got a whole other book of this to some degree. <laughs> yeah. I think like
1: kind of showing it like this is kind of where we're going to go, but yeah. he's not going to give it to you all at once here.
0: Yeah. No, um, it's really good. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have to speak on on, on that chapter. I'll, I'll admit I'm a little bit rusty on it, considering I read it last week. But I don't yeah. think we missed anything big.
1: It's fairly straightforward. I think we took away yeah. the, what, what Sanderson was hoping to put down there. And chapter 59 also is, is kind of, in my opinion, like a kind of one track, one goal to accomplish, which is how do we use this stinking magic now? Mm. Uh, <laughs> it is called An Honor. It's from Kaladin and... I'll read uh, some of the plot summary here for this chapter. Kaladin and Teft are in the Bridge Four barracks while Rock runs drills outside and Lopin stands watch at the entrance. Kaladin tries to draw light from an infused sphere, but he fails and wonders if he really is a surge binder and potential Knight Radiant as Teft insists that he is. Teft lectures Kaladin on the first oath and speaks of the Way of Kings, which his mother had read and <laughs> which the Radiants base their ideals on. Brightness of appears sh- staying the bridge for is basically be on full time bridge duty. They're going to be doing every single run. And while people think this is an honor, Kaladin knows exactly what this actually is. Uh, and Kaladin in this moment accidentally breathes in stormlight mm. and starts glowing faintly. Might be radioactive. Kaladin gathers his crew in the chasm and for their shift and they start spear practice they still need weeks of practice to be able to escape Tef leads the drill as Kaladin and Sil investigate some Parshendi corpses Kaladin cuts off some Parshendi Kara base. I always mess that up is it Carapace, carapace, yeah,
0: carapace. Yeah,
1: he cuts off their skin, uh, and <laughs> has Lopin gather some Parshendi bones. He puts them all in a sack. They proceed <laughs> to a shallow chasm where Lopin had dropped some rope on a prior bid run. Kaladin whispers the first ideal of the night's radiant and breathes in stormlight from his pouch of spears, then uses it to create a makeshift ladder of stones to climb up the chasm wall and tie the sack to the bottom of a bridge for later retrieval still tells him just to cut the rope he's hanging from, ensuring him that he'll be all right. He cuts the rope and falls 40 feet to the ground. He lands on his feet and uses the remaining stormlight to immediately heal his injuries. He tells Lopin to retrieve the actor in the next bridge run. So we see the struggle. We're not sure exactly how to make this trigger. And then we end up getting it to trigger because of outside circumstances, which makes total sense because to this point, we would have never seen Kaladin do these things if he mm. had not been put in the situations that he was in. So we kind of figure out the trigger for this right
0: yeah look for me there's certain like uh tropes and things that i'm so tired of but give me a good superhero landing with stormlight coming off you like uh, that i might. i'm still pretty hyped like he literally (laughs) does the superhero landing with like the one hand down and all the like the puff of stormlight i'm like come on that's just so badass
1: i can see it right now I it's can so see
0: cool. It. It's so damn cool. It is cool. I'm going to take issue with the summary very quickly. Okay. Quick. Well, I'm going to okay. ask a question because right. like Tef was like, hey, my parents read to me this book about all the radiance. And then the summary on the cop of mine said there it was the way of Kings. I don't think it was. I thought it was words of radiance. Like it, isn't w- words of radiance, the in-world book about radiance.
1: I thought so as well. But right. I figured Coppermine had it all figured uh, out. But maybe not. Mean. Maybe I need to request an edit. Oh, on this
0: maybe we need to like start our own wiki. No. No. no, no, no. <laughs> I take it back. Coppermine's insanely good. But yeah, I I just maybe it is the way of kings. I just I just feel like like when I go to the copper mine, of course, about Words of Radiance, it's like a chapter by chapter book about all the orders and their traditions well, they're and talking their about
1: the first oath right so where does that oath yeah. pop up is it in way of kings is it in words of
0: radiance it may well be both like way of kings talks about the time when there are radiance and all that mm-hmm. but like words of radiance is about the Radiance, it's like the radiance freaking guidebook so yeah. yeah i don't know anyway <laughs> it's probably not that important i just thought oh couple mind <laughs> I'm Maybe you can hours. make a mistake.
1: <laughs> yeah, finally.
0: Yeah. Um, but look, I love these scenes. I love getting into the chasms with the boys, being like, you know what, what with the knight's radiant man? Tell me more, mm. Teft, old wise man. You know, it's just nice. And all these cool moments between I loved how cheeky Sil was, like Calan's like trying to run on walls, and she's just like walking on the wall next to him being like nah bro you ain't got it yet like it's just cute little cute like just so many nice These are the moments, moments we'll
1: remember when soul dies in book five
0: <laughs> yeah exactly the montage the sad montage with yeah. um you know some breaking benjamin playing in the background
1: that's breaking-
0: <laughs> good
1: you've dated us so bad it's oh, on the rock station now i'm dude.
0: just saying that's what like Callum would listen to you know yeah. Some Lincoln Park. Three Days Grace. Yeah. Pain,
1: I can't get enough.
0: Pain. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just That's Caledon's <laughs> cool. montage song. Fun
1: fact. Whenever I was very young in pro wrestling, when I first started out, I used to come out to pain by Three Days Grace, and I never oh. realized how crazy it was until <laughs> I turned like twenty-one. I was like, this is kind of lame.
0: <laughs> what would you what would you be your ultimate uh intro song now if you're in pro wrestling or if you, walk out um, you know
1: i like the one i had um up to you by sub seven it uh, was was my entrance music for many years after that and when i when i retired with and it's like a very obscure cr- christian rock band which i'm not religious uh right. but I just like the intro of it. You know, I always thought Mosh by Eminem was also a great entrance song for a bad guy. And then, Ooh. unfortunately, I would not use this now, but Kanye West's power is a fantastic entrance music oh, yeah. uh, for anyone. But I'm not really a big Kanye guy anymore, so I don't think I would come out to that. But, yeah, I think Kaladin's a Three Days Grace fan. I think he has the little- <laughs> I think that should be issues. like...
0: The next question or poll, like, what would this character's favorite band be? Well, we got the poll.
1: We got the poll. That's
0: it. It's just going to be a bunch of, like, emo, early 2000s rock for calendar. How
1: old is our audience is the question, because they may have no idea what we're talking about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Our our audience, according to the analytics, is uh, late 20s, early 30s. Typically, My people. which is My basically people. us. <laughs> which is pretty much us. With like the next biggest group being like eighteen to twenty
1: four. Yeah. I think that's gonna be a lot of the audience. They're gonna be like, We listen to these old guys, this old Australian guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: really yeah. great. Guys, hybrid theory, Lincoln Park, bump it this weekend, thank me. Thank me. Thank me oh, later. What a banger. Anyway, that's what Kaladin's listening to in his free time. I think um Dalinar's listening to like Thunderstruck by AC Daisy or something well, we'll Yeah, while the, yeah, the Rolling Stones, there's no doubt. <laughs> there's no doubt. And uh Shallan's listening to Oh, she's listening to I don't know. Like Mozart copy. on two X speed. Like
1: <laughs> something <more> <laughs>
0: nonsensical. <laughs> Mozart.
1: She, <probably> <laughs> she probably likes Bo Burnham and thinks he's clever. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. She would. She
1: would. Yeah. Have you, um, you ever heard Burnham? If I had to hear that one more time in my 20s, <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Um, okay, we're getting way off track here, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Let's, let's get it back. Well, there's nothing really else to say about this chapter other than it hints at the fact that Stormlight is really powerful, right? Like, we're talking about falling 40 feet and then being able to heal yourself. Like, you know, we basically fly in this series. And I think if you look back at this, you're like, yeah, that actually, that tracks. That makes sense
0: yeah there's a few other things i wanted to say like i like <laughs> i mean kaladin's like massacring this this dead posh and Lope and lopen like sidles yeah. up and he's like oh you really don't like him hey man like he just thinks kaladin's messed up <laughs> he's like gone off to partake in his sick hobby and he's like oh damn all right well i guess this is what you're like doesn't matter yeah, yeah. I. this guy's a little little out <laughs> little- there yeah, and then look, I liked the stone um, ladder situation. Like we're not walking yeah. up walls. I like a good power creep. You know, this is like a good intro. Um, and I mean to trust Sil that much to cut cut the rope and fall forty feet is insane. I it's, definitely yeah. couldn't do this. I could not be a radiant. I'm way too scared of heights, man. I couldn't Same. do it. Same. I, there's no mm-hmm. way he hears like a lot of voices in his head in this chapter did you notice that there's a lot of like and it's not just him thinking it's like a voice seemed to say a voice said he has like at first i was like he's just it's two sides of kaladin coming through but then like as he's falling this wasn't beautiful this was terrifying it was horrible he was going to die he it's all right His emotions calmed in a heartbeat.
1: Interesting.
0: Somehow he knew what to do. Like, hmm. That that is
1: really good to pick up on.
0: Yeah. Because I didn't realize this. Yeah. Like, what said is that just his bond with Syl? Like reassuring him? Storm Palmer? I don't
1: know. It could be, but honestly, I don't think I don't know. It feels different.
0: Hmm. It does it does feel different because like there's a there's a full on personality or emotion shift yeah in a, in a time of stress so <laughs> that could be something
1: yeah we need to continue to look at that as well though like we need to think about like whenever he has these voices and try to think about what's happening around him at the time i mean
0: mm. man i'm so curious because there's a little conversation with himself earlier um, it says, I have to worry about what I can do, he told himself. Those other Bridgemen aren't my responsibility. Tef talked about the radiance, about ideals and stories. Why couldn't men actually be like that? Why did they have to rely on dreams and fabrications for inspiration? If you flee, you leave all the other Bridgemen to be slaughtered, a voice whispered within him. There has to be something you can do for them. No, he fought back. If I worry about that, I won't be able to save Bridgefall. If I find a way out, we're going. If you leave, the voice seemed to say, then who will fight for them? Nobody cares. Nobody. Yeah. So like it's written like it's somebody. Like, is that just his depression? Is it
1: future him? Oh.
0: <laughs> the time loop theory. Aaron,
1: Aaron Yeager, Stormblast. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> oh. I would love. I love time loop stuff.
1: Same, bro. <laughs> I love every, it. Everyone's like, I'm tired of this time loop boobie. I'm like, nope, not me.
0: Not me. Not I want me. it in every story I read. <laughs> I love me.
1: it, dude. I don't care.
0: <laughs> I love it. If this is Kaladin talking to young Kaladin, sign me up. Damn, yeah, man, dude. <laughs> I'm here for it.
1: I'm so with it.
0: <laughs> so, look, let's look out for it. If there's another time where it's like a voice seemed to say, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll note it because I just thought a little sus. I, I would have w- looked past it. But then there is that moment, this additional moment where he feels calm. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but I think I that's think it that, for me.
1: Yeah, I think that that's uh, something that we should definitely be keeping track of. I, I like that quite a bit, man. Yeah. So, I mean, with that, we've kind of covered the chapters, mm-hmm. but we do have a span read. Do you think we should do a span read? I think we can squeeze one in. All right. Well, it's a big one, and it's a sequel.
0: <gasps>
1: sequel? Yes. Crazy. Could it be the return? It is the return of one Giancarlo, and he has written us a doozy. So you guys <laughs> have to bear with me. Um, I've skimmed through the email, but I largely like to read these kind of as we we do them online, because you know then I. I can kind of react right in, yeah. in real time. So hang on to your hats. We're, we're going in. All right. <laughs> From John Carlos says, To my dearest comrades, Chris Kremling and Jimmy Stormblest, I have felt the call of the hive mind through my headphones as I heard my name being uttered in a glorious Australian accent. I have been, <laughs> which is not true because I said your name and I'm not Australian. Uh, I have been called to speak upon the kremlin Assembly the the cr- cromgress, if you will <laughs> <laughs> i have left my burrow now and i wish to speak to the hive nine directly so please kremlings open your ears uh, i added that part okay <laughs> dear Cromrads and cromgrissmen, <laughs> i only wish to direct some works to this most esteemed body firstly i am indeed alive and well i still listen to the podcast as it prime as it The prime means in which I can do my duty in fighting Odium's dark forces. You see Odium does not rest and neither do I. As for the theories that I have suggested, I stand by them. I still stand by them. My Kremlin mind may be small, but the AI developed Hoy GPT (laughs) is able to make sensible story predictions. I sincerely hope that other members of the hive mind can flesh out some details with their greater comprehension of Cosmere lore. I am only a fallible and humble servant <laughs> as such. I wish to present a not so brief defense and development of my proposed timeline. Hmm. As Chris Kremling has suggested, I do think that the honor spread. Will coalesce into a new shard of honor. In this way, we could see the honor sprint and Syl make the ultimate sacrifice, with Syl choosing Ka- uh, Kaladin as the vessel for honor. I like to think that Syl might become the new Storm Mother, Storm Ooh. and Roshar. Ooh, I love it. Ooh, cool. We know that the Storm Father prefers Syl above the other honor sprints, so this indicates her potential as the main essence of the shard. Furthermore, Cal becoming the next vessel would put into context why he is foreshadowed as the son of Tanavas, since he would be his successor. Hmm. Perhaps the Stormfather can sense this a la attack on Tanavas titan (laughs) although this particular setup might require her to remain sentient which i think is unlikely since i believe that kaladin's arc will revolve around him overcoming the trauma of losing the last battle and losing sill herself still i cannot think of a more fitting arc for kaladin one that paves the way for other characters but doesn't remove what we've done and seen this so far is excellent for shallan i will say the mid metal by brandon sanderson provides a good setup for her to go off world Carlo, oh, that's Give literally that it himself. that's literally all he has for shallan listen if you take a if you take a dig at arrow too you're gonna you're you're over with me man i love it uh as for dalinar becoming Elden lord is cool it both takes him out of the story and provides plenty of motivation for the colons in the latter half of the story, as they must also seek a way to restore Dalinar to the light. In particular, I think this paves for Renarin to enter the story since he is the character that is closest to merging the light and the dark. While I do share Chris Kremlin's concern that this might be a bit derivative of Sanderson's previous works. I do think that Sanderson likes to retread certain themes. Bridge Four's story is reminiscent of, Elantris, which he referred to as Lalan Mid, and shalon's story as <laughs> at times reminiscent of Warbreaker. Furthermore, we have already seen the creation of more than one shard in the Cosmere since Terravodium ascended into Shardom right before our very eyes. Mm. Lastly, Mistborn Era 2 hints at a greater involvement from the shards in future stories. I don't think every shard will be introduced to the story in the same way, but still, I believe that they will take center stage. And what better way? For the shards of Roshar to become relevant than the thought, the true embodiment of honor in the series. That's uh that's interesting. Uh we're not done yet. Oh we <laughs> sorry. No. Uh, we're we're like, running along, hands
0: away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Put, put your pincers away. With my <laughs> defense now completed, I shall cede my place to other members of the most esteemed body. As my dear comrades have said, it is better to step out once you are at the top of Irithyru. And even though I have failed at accomplishing that with this span raid, I shall not fail again. As such, I return now to my rest. Still. If I have one wish, it is for other members of the hive mind to join in our theorizing. There are many other possible theories and mysteries that we have yet to explore. What is going on with the Spren murders and rhythm of war? Mm. What is up with Seth and his stones? Why is Shalon's mom totally a herald? The oh. Don shards? Which characters will take center stage next? We still don't know. There is much work to do. We require the help of all minuscule friends to foresee all of the possible futures of Roshar. The future is uncertain, and the probabilities unknown and unrealized. Still together, we may unlock the secrets of this Cosmere that we inhabit. We will, inter- we will determine all the possible outcomes and ascertain all the possibilities of this vast world. The fight seems daunting, I know. The diagram is powerful. And its masters, malevolent, malevolent but still, odium is one. And Kremlings, we are many. The hive mind prevails. Hark, 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 hark. hark. I must go back to my calculations. Your friend and comrade in arms, Jean Carlo Ardent Kremling.
0: Wow. Oh my God. The man himself has come back. He's done the words of radiance of the span raids.
1: Insane. Insane. Oh, wow. And honestly, I mean, he kind of <laughs> lost me after Shalon, yeah. But like everything to that point, like I think he's really on to something with the Kaladin being a vessel for honor and the storm mother thing was still. insane.
0: was so good. Look, oh. I'm I'm just going to take center stage in my Kremlin suit um, with Jimmy beside. And we just want to thank um, our esteemed guest John Carlo, please show your respect as he crawls back into his um his burrow as he cooks wow. up some more theories. Oh, this! Uh, I mean, please let us know if you want John Carlo as a recurring span reader because I sure do. I want to know what um what the next update is. Wow.
1: I I mean I I like the things that he's saying. I think Sanderson does play with a lot of like reoccurring thematic stuff, and you know people maybe passing coming back as god's deities mm. and coming back at all i mean it, it happens a lot uh in sanderson's works i think he's completely correct that shallan's story at sometimes is reminiscent of warbreaker i think about that a lot mm. uh i have not read enough of a to know if Bridge four's story is is as adjacent <clears> as he was claiming but i do think he's onto some stuff man
0: i do yeah i think there are recurring themes in sanderson's work and i do mm. think that the shard origin stories become so commonplace that we'll just be like who's the shard gonna be taken yeah. out by um i could see that being a thing the storm yeah like you said the storm mother is what perked my uh antennas up when i was listening to that i was like it, he, yeah sean call yeah, is cooking yeah
1: being the main essence of the shard furthermore cal becoming the next vessel would put in the context why is foreshadowed as the son of tan mm-hmm. that is, is. that's, that's pretty tight it that's pretty i mean you know he he I and mean, i love the call to action here from jean carlo and mm-hmm. saying you know we need more people and, and this is the one that i want to know the spread murders in rhythm of war is something i had completely forgot about until i read that sentence and oh, now yeah. i'm wondering what do people think about that let us know yeah. span read us lost gmail.com i want to know what people think about the spread murder mystery
0: the, yeah, the, the fact that Spren can, one, be killed, and then, two, we've got the weird physical version of Spren that's like cryptics uh-huh. in their faces, like intestines and stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where does Spren go when they die? <laughs> he stumped me there. Let's get real existential.
1: That's what I'm saying. I mean, there there's a lot of questions, folks. And, and you know, Giancarlo is bearing a large weight, but I feel like we... We have many span reads to go by the way i mean we literally have like so many so it's not like other people aren't sending stuff in uh but somebody's got to send one in about the spread murders and rhythm of war because if you do and you're right you're going to feel like a genius because i think that gets resolved in book five i think it has to
0: actually yeah because it was was teased to be a a question answered quickly you know it was like the end of book tease being like you know next next episode it felt like that. Yeah, I think so, it's going to
1: be a big piece of the bridge between book four and five. Actually, I might be wrong, but I think the spread murders do get resolved. I think, so no, I think you they're you're right. An yeah,
0: yeah, look, Giancarlo's hyped up the crowd. I hope. I hope all you Kremlings out there are you know typing with your eighteen legs to uh, <laughs> lostinrosharon@gmail.com. And uh, speaking of, just so you know, just so you know, I'm cooking. Um, Jake and I did talk about me doing a Kremlin video. And I know. Tell you, yes let me tell you the um the wheels are in motion i i said last episode i was like you know what when we finish the way of kings i shall gather all the kremlin sightings and i will rate them via how suspicious they are i looked into it i couldn't help myself turns out last chapter was the last on-screen kremlin, kremlin in the book so i'm ready to go i've got them all uh, i showed you earlier jimmy i sent you the document i've got a mentioned. Me. <laughs> i've got every Kremlin mentioned in the way of kings ready to go people so uh yeah i'll let you know how that's going next week yeah you know it
1: could be fun you know i know you're gonna make a video maybe once the video's out we can recap it here on the podcast yeah. and talk about it long form i think that would be a lot of fun
0: yeah there's a lot dude there's a lot of sus Kremlings, i'm telling you the-
1: I, I you can to tell me i believe you
0: yeah, but, yeah i mean uh, there most have been mentioned on the show but there's a few that slipped past me so i'm keen to mention them hmm. um and also a worryingly amount of people being insulted with the word kremlin i don't like it i don't support it and yeah uh,
1: it's derogatory i mean i don't use gone. the term wildling in a song of ice and fire i always use free folk.
0: <laughs> what's the um we don't have a nice one for kremlin just uh we just sit conversation.
1: Yeah. yeah, don't 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 use it, you know, as an insult. It's not fun.
0: You know? Only yeah. It's yeah, my feelings. Well, let's keep it respectful. Uh, unless right. you're Giancarlo, you get a pass. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but with that, is there anything else you wanna I think we have I think we've we've done a good <laughs> job. I think I hope people like us. with that guys thank you for accompanying us on this episode of lost in roshar remember the most important chapter a man can read is the next one we'll see you next time as we dive into chapters 60 and 61
1: and if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast be sure to leave us a review on whichever platform you listen on really helps us out a lot and if you have a span read or any for or i'm sorry a span read if you have any theories at all span read us at lostinroshar at gmail.com We'll see you next time on Lawson Roshar, and remember, folks, to keep that safe hand covered.